0: It is Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. This is Baseball Today, presented to you by MLB Nine Innings. That is my man, Trevor Ploof. I am Chris Rose, producer Dan, along for the ride as well. Busy day for both of us already. You just uh, had episode 666 of Talking Baseball. Congratulations, devil.
1: Yeah, it was interesting. We didn't really know how to handle it. At first, we thought, let's just skip it, because that's weird. Let's just move on to the 667, but then we decided to have some fun with it. We did the devil's take on each contending team. Why won't those teams be good in the future, or what's mm. kind of plagued them, if you will? It was fun. We were usually a pretty positive show, and uh, this one we got to just kind of nitpick a little bit.
0: Oh, what were you doing? Hey, that's fun. Uh, I had already recorded a Rose rotation with Chris Bassett of the Toronto Blue Jays, who is as honest a guy as there is in the big league. So he talked about everything from The stuff with the Yankees, um, you know, the side eye with Judge. He was very, very good on that. Um, All the foreign substance checks. uh, Are the Blue Jays a little too immature? Some of stuff with really interesting stuff on Alec Manoa. So that's all going to come out next Monday. Really should be fun. Okay. So today's episode, of course, sponsored by MLB Nine Innings, which has a wide variety of game modes from league mode, where users play through an entire season, to live play-by-play. They have over 2,000 player cards to collect and use on your dream rosters, which are the most up-to-date ones around, along with the most up-to-date team logos, ballparks, and unis. They have introduced new historic Hall of Fame players to their MLB 9 Innings roster, like Larry Walker, Walter Johnson, Hank Aaron, Mike Schmidt, Trevor Hoffman, and more. So download and play MLB 9 Innings 23 today with the link in the description. And don't forget you have until tomorrow night to get your MLB 9 Innings question of the weekend so we can use the best one out there for Friday's show so you can get a Baseball Today t-shirt that we promise will probably fit. So there you go. Wearing a Cubs hat today because Christopher Morel keeps hitting homers. Five straight games. He has homered in nine of the 12 in which he has played. Everybody is going oh my god this guy's unbelievable why wasn't he on the roster at the beginning of the year what's more shocking the fact that he's doing this or that he wasn't on the opening day roster
1: probably that he's he's doing it i think there was some good reasons why he wasn't on the opening day roster i mean it's not like a sure thing he could have been on there and on other teams he with the numbers that he put up last year he probably would have been but if you look at like the positions that he played last year, he played uh, 57 games in center field. Okay, well, they brought in Cody Bellinger to play center field. Uh, mm-hmm. He played some 33 games at second base. Well, they have Nico Horner. He played some games at shortstop. They have Danzy Sponson. played some games at third base. They have Patrick Wisdom. So like, there wasn't a clear-cut spot for him. They also have Suzuki and Ian Happ. So like, there wasn't exactly an open lane for him to get at bats. And they said, hey, look, you did great. Uh, here are some things you need to work on. He did need to work on getting on base. He did need to work on cutting down his strikeouts. Uh, and seemingly he went down and did that. Now he's, I think he's DHing for the most part. He's kind of been moving around, I guess. They're finding ways to fit him in this year. Obviously, if you bang the ball like this, you're going to get put into the lineup. Uh, but this is like one sense where, or one case, excuse me, where like i am I'm okay with them doing that just because was he good enough to be on the roster? Yes, but was there apparent for sure everyday playing time for him at the big level maybe there wasn't and and to me sometimes you need to have guys go down there and get that before you kind of figure out where your roster is I think they called him up at an appropriate time he ain't going anywhere now and he's been great to watch so I think there just wasn't clear everyday playing time without just like really mixing and matching too much I don't think they wanted to do that
0: if you remember, Seiya Suzuki was hurt at the beginning of the year. So even though he's not a right fielder, when you have the ability to be moved around, guys can learn on the fly. We've seen it all the time. And if you can swing the bat, I mean, we're going to keep you around. Now he's doing stuff that we haven't seen since Sammy Sosa's home run season in 98, where he's homered in five straight games. Uh, he's the first guy to homer in nine of his 12 first 12 games of the season since Luis Gonzalez in 2001. That was the year he almost won an MVP. Um, so he's putting up incredible, incredible numbers. Now, the thing is, if you're a Cubs fan, you try and figure out where does he fit in the future. Well, he's not going to be your center fielder because that's going to be Pete Crow Armstrong, right? I mean, he is the defensive stalwart of everybody in the, in the minor league farm system out there at that position. Happy you just extended. Suzuki, you've already paid. Swanson you've paid, Horner you paid. So is he, does he slide in and you move Patrick Wisdom? I don't know if that's I haven't seen him play third base enough to know whether or not that's kind of a natural fit for him. But I think what he's doing is is he's forcing the Cubs hand to find a place for him.
1: Yeah, 100%. And that's what you have to do sometimes. If there's if there's not a slot for you, go hit and they'll find a spot for you.
0: he mm-hmm. He's been incredible. Speaking of hitting, yeah, it's it's been awesome to see. I love it. Uh, I love the excitement of the crowd when a ball goes. I mean, because he hits some majestic shots, they just go straight up in the air, and it's it's great. I hope he continues this he fun. Dressed is
1: like Jake Story kind of. It's just
0: yeah. I mean, I don't know if he has well dressed Wednesday. I'll have to check in on him today. We'll see if that works for him. So speaking of home runs of the enormous variety, Aaron Judge was back at it yet again last night hammered an 0-2 pitch from Bautista to tie the game in the ninth inning, forcing extras where Volpe hit a sack fly walk-off. Did you sit there and wonder, with nobody on base, why the heck are the Orioles pitching to baseball's hottest hitter and its reigning AL MVP?
1: Uh, I mean, look, this guy is your closer for a reason. You're not supposed to be afraid of anyone. He got ahead of Judge 0-2, I think it was – two fastballs, paint one away, then a foul ball on the inner half. I think for me it was, you just hung a splitter. Tried to go down, you tried to basically, what he was going to do there is bury the splitter, then go back to the fastball. That's what he wanted to do. Probably go back to the fastball in, try to blow it by him at 100, and he just didn't make his pitch. Now you can say, oh, well, why don't you just... Uh, unintentionally, intentionally walk-in while Rizzo is up right behind him. There's a short porch in right field. I think he was already three for four in the game, seeing the ball well. So sometimes you just got to go after guys and he didn't make his pitch. I think it's almost as simple as that. You can have hindsight and say, well, I can't believe you let Aaron Judge of all people in that lineup beat you. Uh, But it's the closer, man. Like You can't can't shy away from that, especially when you have a guy 0-2. It just was a bad pitch.
0: Aaron Judge has hit eight homers in the last nine games. Do you know how many home runs he has hit against the Baltimore Orioles franchise?
1: Probably a lot, I'd assume.
0: More than against any other team. He has hit 38 home runs in 91 career games against them. If you project that out over 162-game schedule, that is 67 homers. Six, now, I get it. This is a different Baltimore Orioles team. Batista blows a hundred. He has uh, Brandon Hyde said afterward, it was just a bad split. I get it. But you know what? At the end of the day, I can live with Anthony Rizzo beating me. He has been an outstanding player in this game. He has walked off plenty of teams. Give me Anthony Rizzo with a man on instead of Aaron judge, even in an O2 count. I'll still take him. I'll still well, take it. it. I, I,
1: the thing is, yeah. is like Aaron Judge tied the game. He put him on base, and Rizzo clips you. That you lose the game. It's putting the winning run at the plate. So it's it's okay. I think it's a little bit different. I really do. And you know, like I'm, I was looking at like power versus finesse stats for for Rizzo because obviously Bautista is a power pitcher. Uh, he's good in everything. Eight oh seven OPS versus power. Eight twenty three versus finesse. Like he just his splits are kind of all the same everywhere you look. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, dude, you got it you can't shy away from that at all times i, I think it's, it's not too called much hindsight. shying
0: away it's not, it's not called shying away it's called making the right decision there are times you know this when scouting reports hey this guy's normally a good player he is almost unpitchable right now based on the way look at what aaron judge has done basically since he came off the injured list it's been ridiculous he's Even held the him. whole
1: he's held the entire yankees lineup afloat he if, if, we just did something on talking baseball, I'm gonna give one away. This is funny. It's the Devil's episode, so don't get offended here. He said the Tanya Harding effect. He's like, if you did it to Houston Ashos and you took out Jordan Alvarez, or if you did it to the Yankees and took out Aaron Judge, things will be a lot different. Like he's kept this 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 team afloat. I think if it, the game was tied, when he comes up, it's a little bit different than if the game if they're down by a run. I think I like that he challenged him. Bad splitter, I agree.
0: Okay, Batista has now faced Judge five times. Judge is one for two with that homer, and he's walked him three times. Be interesting to see how it plays out the rest of the season because it's then at the only time the Orioles are going to be nursing a, a one-run lead against New York. So the next time it happens. Let's see if the conversation is any
1: different. But don't you want your pitcher to be like, I can get this guy out. Like, what if it, if he comes up later in the year in a pivotal, a pivotal game and there's bases loaded with Judge and you can't walk him, you can't pitch around him. Like, you got to know what gets this guy out. Now, he didn't get the job situation. done last night, but you need to have experience doing that. I like, I, I'm fine with him pitching to him. I really am. It's just, you got Judge. So,
0: so now what? So now what? Is he, is he fucked the rest of the year because he's failed against him? And no, it, even though he was all. up 0-2 on him, so now... Yeah, he, now he knows. He don't fucking
1: hang the splitter. That's what he knows. <laughs> that thing was center cut. Rosie, you would have hit that pitch. You might not have hit a home run. You would have hit it, though. Yeah,
0: it would have blooped it over the shortstop's head.
1: Yeah, you would have. Derek Jeter, bam.
0: I've always... We always have a fascinating question. Do you think that, like, I could get a hit off... But who's, who's a guy that throws, like, 90 tops?
1: I have like, to give is you Is that
0: Wayne these days? Is that Wayne I have Wright to
1: give you a, a lefty, I think. Soft throw oh. and lefty. I think you do good off like a sidearm soft throw and lefty.
0: I don't think is, it's the, even me like could Brady get a hit? A high yeah. school decent high school baseball player, I don't
1: know. I mean, I don't know. How many at bats? It'd be and, it'd be tough. It'd be tough. I don't even even the Oakland A's pitchers are pretty good. In the, in the overall realm of the world, not against major league pitching. They're absolutely horrendous, but the rest of the people in the world.
0: So I don't know if you could hit like a major leaguer, but you could treat your body like a major leaguer because all great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of that temple and it all starts with optimizing whole body health. A lot of them also take AG one and it's why we are huge fans of it. AG one, it's great for recovery before or even after a workout, if you need a boost afterward, you need a little recovery, whatever it is, they are there to help you. AG1, it is so much more than just green powders. It is key for your health products, and it is all in one. So set yourself up for success with, get this, 75 high-quality ingredients that give you key nutrients and long-term gut health support. You hear people talking about gut health and digestion and all that sort of stuff. It makes for a better body. It is a comprehensive solution. If that's what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D. And also, if you are a person on the go, hey, I work a lot, I travel a ton, you get five free travel packs with your very first purchase as well. So head on over to athleticgreens.com baseball today. That is athleticgreens.com baseball today. You're going to get. The free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs and your AG1. Go get that as well. You and your body will be thanking us in the near, near future. All right. A lot of good performances last night on the mound. I know Griffin Canning was fantastic for the Angels. Really, really good in their 4-0 win over the Red Sox. But I want to focus on two starters last night. One we talked about on yesterday's show, Bobby Miller uh, of the Dodgers making his big league debut when five innings, gave up just one run on four hits. What was that more impressive than Nathan Eovaldi going the distance for Texas in Pittsburgh?
1: Now, you know I love me some Bobby Miller. His fit to show up to the game last night was just incredible. Like, he looked like he was ready for the big leagues. And sometimes when you're like that drived out and you have that much confidence, it doesn't always work out, especially when you're facing the Braves. At their home park. So I was a little worried for him last night. I got to be honest with you. I was. I, I just. If he gave up like a clunker of a start. I wouldn't hold him against. I wouldn't hold it against him. It's a tough mm-hmm. place to make your debut. But he did a great job. Shout him. I want to talk about Nathan Eovaldi. I really do. This guy has been probably. He's been the best free agent signing. As far as starting pitchers go. Oh yeah.
0: I think it's like, fair to say.
1: Like, okay, since April 29th, he threw that complete game shutout. Um, he's had five starts. Uh, in those five starts, 41.2 innings pitched, 0.86 ERA. I mean, this guy has been on fire as of late. He's had one bad start this year. He went five innings. to gave up six earned runs. I don't know how to take that stat out. I wish I did. I need to be more proficient in my baseball referencing. Uh, if you take that start out, this guy has been actually lights out. Uh, we weren't sure how this rotation was going to shake out for the Rangers. Uh, but these guys have done an excellent job. And all is leading the way. And, you know, I faced him a bunch. I faced him on the Yankees. I faced him on the Red Sox. Like this guy, when he is on, his stuff is up there with anybody's stuff in the big leagues. And so far this year, he's mm-hmm. been on for a majority of the time. He's been incredible to watch. So, uh, I mean... In his last five starts, nine innings pitched, eight innings pitched, eight and two-thirds, seven innings pitched was the small or the lowest, and then last night, another nine-inning complete game. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, so if you're not a math major, in his last five starts, he's averaging eight and a third innings per start. That's damn good. That's great. And who would have ever thought that he would be the better of the two free agent signings? By the Texas Rangers on their pitching staff this offseason. At least so far. At least so far. He's been great. And I didn't think that he was going to get a multi year deal for seventeen million dollars a year per season. You know, he That's threw a steal. barely a hundred.
1: Oh my gosh. Innings. I know
0: it is. It is now, but right, he was he was coming off his age thirty two season. He had thrown I think hundred and two innings a year ago and he has not been the model of health. And so you're like, you know, if it it had been the previous year where he had a top five Cy Young finish, he probably would have gotten three or four years again and another $65 million or whatever it would have been. But here, you know, the Rangers are like, yeah, we'll take a chance on a Texas kid, bring him back home, see if he's got anything. He has been outstanding. And right now, if you were to say who's starting the All-Star game, he's in the conversation. Very
1: much so. I mean, that contract, I, for any starting pitcher that has you know a track record like his, I, like you said, maybe he's not the model of consistency with his health, but I, I, just his pure stuff warrants that contract. Now you're mm-hmm. getting the results. It just seems like a no-brainer.
0: Yeah, and you just hope that he stays healthy throughout the year and that he can, you know, hopefully Jacob deGrom rejoins him and John Gray's been good and. Hopefully the Rangers stay in this thing the entire season. Because according to Nathaniel Lowe, said it on the Rose Rotation podcast, the division is ours to lose. All right, uh, AL East, really interesting game yesterday in the Tampa St. Pete area. Blue Jays snapped their slide. Boy, they came out with those guns ablaze. And 20-1 to 1 was the final. But because 10 of those runs came off of position players, is it really all that impressive?
1: Yeah, it's very impressive, and especially. I mean, they, they're they were getting crushed. What they lost seven of the last eight going into the game. I was watching the Twins game last night, and Dick Bremer said something I thought was very pertinent pertinent to this situation. He talked about when uh, the Twins team would go on a slide. Kirby Puckett would say something like, "Somebody's gonna pay for this." Like, we're playing bad, but it's about to turn around and somebody's going to pay. And in this instant, it was the Rays paying for it. Uh, What I think is great, I mean, the offense, you know, clicking against Bradley and and Birdie, that's great for them. But Jose Barrios has looked better. He goes seven innings pitch with one-run run. I think that's probably more important than them getting the offense going. They need the starters to give them some length and and do what they need to do. Uh, So it was still very impressive to me. I wish... I wish there was some sort of like white flag, like wave the flag type thing, because this was brutal at the end. That's kind of like my main takeaway here is like, what were we doing? That's not baseball. It's gonna get guys hurt. Like it's just silly. Like I think maybe after a certain amount of time, like innings, yes, runs, yes, those have to be stacked, but also time. Like after a certain, if you click all those boxes, check all those boxes, you should be able to wave the white flag and just call the game. It was brutal.
0: Maybe you could Don't use you think?
1: twice a year. Use a white flag twice a year.
0: Yeah, we've had enough. We're good. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I, I talked to Bassett about it. Asked him if he wanted to grab a bat last night. And then I asked him, do the hitter stats really count when they come off of position players? So he had an interesting comment about that.
1: Of course they do. Um, what, do you, what do you mean?
0: Don't. No? give a listen thought provoking
1: two innings pitched Um, by position players is not okay to me it's not okay
0: what i'm saying is it is it all that impressive here's the thing I, i went through the box score so the blue jays had their nine guys that started the game all of them had multiple hit games and then the three guys who came in and were either defensive replacements and got at bats or pinch hitters I didn't see exactly how that all went down. They all got hits. So everybody that stepped in the batter's box last night for the Toronto Blue Jays got a hit.
1: 27 hits, That's bro. That's kind of cool.
0: 27 is an I know I couldn't believe that.
1: And they were up 10 nothing in the 5th. I mean, this was a very impressive win, a, a great win. It got silly at the end. I don't I mean, I don't know. It just You don't It like was still those... impressive.
0: You don't like it position play even though you've hit two Homers off of position players for some reason it's silly play.
1: I mean nobody wants to see that and Vlad is swinging all big I, I think he ended up striking out and I don't know man what if it's just silly it's not baseball I like it
0: I like silly okay. silly okay. can be good sometimes it's 162 games you're allowed a silly one occasionally you know I mean you are just saying all right fine Bowman baseball History dates back to 1948 when the first Bowman baseball card was released following the end of World War II. 1948 was also an awesome year because it was the last time my Cleveland baseball team won something, like the biggest thing. So it's become a favorite among contemporary collectors who focus on top prospects offering a chance to have the first card of the next superstar. Bowman baseball. It's an inclusive product designed for every type of collector from beginners like me to veterans like Ploof, They offer top-rated prospects, rookies, and veterans. Bowman Baseball provides a fun and exciting product for everybody who enjoys the hobby. And here's the cool thing. Every year, there's new and an exciting class of potential future Hall of Fame players. Top prospects with their first Bowman Baseball cards in 2023 include Drew Jones, the second pick in last year's draft. Yes, that is Andrew's kid. Yes, he is in the Arizona Diamondbacks organization. Jacob Berry, who is trying to tear it up with the Miami Marlins. Justin Crawford, who is Carl's kid, high pick of the Phillies. And Spencer Jones, the big left-handed swinging guy in the Yankees organization that Trevor Plouffe refuses to compare to Aaron Judge. So I want you to find the game's future stars in 2023 Bowman Baseball available at your local hobby shops, your retailers, and tops.com. All right, uh, second straight day, we're discussing animal life on the end of this show. Yesterday, it was a bird that was unfortunately killed by Cleveland's Will Brennan with a struck baseball. Then yesterday, in the boogie down, the squirrel getting loose right in front of the fans on top of the wall, and then trying to escape, jumps off the wall after losing his balance and lands. Now, if you were a baseball scout, How would you describe the abilities of said squirrel?
1: Dude, I hate squirrels too. I know I feel like everyone's going to think I'm an animal hater, but I hate squirrels. So like watching him fall there, I know he's going to be okay. Like squirrels are like a cat kind of, or in that instance, they'll just like land and be okay. Okay. But the thing's the news is what's he doing in the city? I didn't know we had squirrels in the city. I have them in my backyard. They have these ground squirrels, and they just tear up everything so they can store their freaking nuts. They also eat all my fruit trees. I don't want anything bad to happen to that squirrel per se, but I'm just let me I'm just let it be known I'm not a squirrel fan. So like I'm gonna give this guy like a a one. Bro, you can't you're so little. This is not like a tightrope situation for you. This is like you have a full path here and you fell off it. It's padded. You can grip onto that thing. Squirrel sucks. I hate that squirrel.
0: Okay. You're mean as shit. Scale of one to ten. To me, I thought the athleticism was actually pretty good. That is a slick surface. Those walls can get a little slippery. Look at it. You know, he's got I mean nails. he's having trouble keeping but he's having trouble keeping his hind legs on that thing. Plus You know, to me, I'm going to downgrade the human aspect of this whole thing. Did you see all the faces? Look at the faces of these people. (gasps) Yeah, because
1: Squirrels are disgusting. That's why. They're not disgusting. This guy's like, I just paid $30 for some nachos. Don't you get your squirrel juice on him. Like, what is going on here? And the thing has a tail. The thing has a tail to keep its balance, and it couldn't even keep its balance. That's ridiculous. If I had a tail, bro, I'd be going everywhere.
0: You know you're you just keep knocking squirrels down the scouting depth chart. That's horrible. You're you're tough. You're tough, I am tough on you animals. Into... I am
1: tough on animals.
0: Why don't you we get you into some squirrel analytics or something cuz that was just that Someone
1: was wrote that like I cuz I said I don't like crows last night. I just don't like the calling. I they they scare me. I know they're highly yeah, they intelligent. Do. Someone like wrote me a thing on Twitter about how just how intelligent they are and they have like they mourn their dead. How could you, like, that should get you off of crows, knowing that, like, they're that smart that they can mourn their dead. Like, they're, so dude, we... you give me, like, I'm, like, freaking out a little bit right now. I don't like it. Squirrels and crows, if they ever want to, like, unite against me, I don't know what I could do to defend myself.
0: Yeah, you're not really helping yourself much here. I mean, you, you're you trying to, you're taking shots at the entire animal kingdom. So if we're outside in the wilderness, some, first of all, I'm not going in the wilderness. It's just not where I survive well. So, but if we're around a pack of animals, they're coming for you first. Even though I'm the slow fat one, they're coming for you first. Cause I think you could eat squirrels
1: and anything. I would eat a squirrel.
0: Okay. That's, that's where we end the show. Okay. Where I'm not eating a fucking squirrel.
1: You're eating a squirrel. Go to the South. I bet you they eat squirrels in the South. Oh, and yeah, don't you watch these the, like the entire right side of the menu? <laughs> I watch these like survivor ish shows and. They definitely will eat a squirrel. So,
0: yeah, I know. There's probably people who are going to be throwing in the in the uh, comments section. That's fine. Please do is all the squirrel delicacy that I've been missing out on. You know, as you can see, um, I don't skip many meals, Mm-mm. but I will skip the squirrel part of the festivities. Squirrel's
1: too to. lean for you.
0: That was not nice. Okay, take
1: that back. Did you watch Blitzball Battle Three last night? I did. I did. I thought it was great. I thought um Kenobio looked really good. Hook line looked really good. Um Nikki Cass that was the game he had his parents there. I remember that game. I forgot that they were there. Yeah.
0: Had a yeah, very nice so. conversation with them afterward. They were exceptionally nice people. So doesn't surprise me because Nikki Cass Dalton
1: had some really one. good swings in that game. Like they looked like shit totally. nice swings.
0: His first extra base hit in uh in the warehouse? That was cool. Fun game. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. Are you, are you guys up on Thursday?
1: No idea what the schedule is for release date. Yeah.
0: All right. We're still well, in make it. Sure it
1: uh, you are still
0: very much in it. You were my preseason pick. Don't That's do right. me dirty. Yes. Don't do me dirty. So thank you so much. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, get on board. I think our Subscriber numbers have jumped like fifty thousand this month alone. It's been absolutely insane. So, I think it's more, more than that.
1: that. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's great. So good. So good. Um. All right. We are back at it again. Uh. What is tomorrow? Thursday. I've kind of lost track where we are. We're on Thursday.
1: Tomorrow right? is Thursday. Yeah. May twenty fifth. Thursday. Twenty twenty three.
0: And we got a couple of good announcements coming up in the near future. So make sure you stay tuned in for that. For our one of a kind producer, Dan Rourke and the uber-talented, squirrel-hating Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose. We will see you Thursday on Baseball Today.